You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game. Welcome to MLS Fantasy Insider, our preview of round 19, our episode 21 of the 2022 season. This episode is brought to you by DCU. No, wait. Hold on. Nope. Last minute, no warning. I'm actually told we are brought to you by Vancouver Whitecaps because who doesn't love a cross-continental surprise? No, sorry. Actually brought to you by the amazing Patreon supporters of the MLS Fantasy Insider. It's because of your support we're able to keep this project going. I am your co-host, Ashley Savage, joined tonight by longtime co-host Blaine Riffle. Blaine, how's it going? Good. How are you, Ashley? Good. We are down uh, the most important man, I might say. No offense, Blaine. Uh, Reed is out tonight taking care of Baby Roo and Lady uh, Lady MLS Fantasy. Does she call it Lady Fantasy Boss? Either way, it's a <laughs> whatever she goes by. I love it. Um, so we are running the show tonight. Thankfully, Reed was able to start all the tech stuff for me, so no one had to deal with uh, any of my incompetence as we as we navigated a few weeks back. Um, no special guests tonight. Blaine and I are just gonna run through what seems to me to be a pretty straightforward round nineteen. Um, but we'll see how we feel once we once we get into it. Uh, so first off, I guess let's touch on how we did in round 18. Uh, just in case anybody forgot, round 18 was uh, the last round of the third section of Champions League. So if you didn't make it in or haven't made it in yet, this next round starts the last section for the fourth opportunity to get into Champions League. So yeah. Blaine, how'd you do? Uh, 144. Um not as great as it could have been. I think if I hadn't switched away from Zella and Kucho, it would have been closer to a 170. Um, left a few points on the table, but I had some other thought process behind that. I was not in Champions League. I saw the lineups come out. I saw the heavy rotation. I panicked a little bit, and I really liked the way I had seen Minnesota playing. I liked the two matchups they had. I liked the rotation and injuries for sporting that they were running into that first game. So I thought, let's triple up on Minnesota attack. Reynoso paid off as my captain. Emeria got a nice 11 for the round. Not great, but better than some of the other options I saw that were talked about. But Fragapane did not hit. He get me a seven. I gambled big on these guys. I thought if they do what they should against sporting, if they do what they should against DC and DC is not back together yet, this could be my chance to really leapfrog a lot of other players and go with some heavy differential rotation and see what would happen. Uh, fight If those guys would have hit and a couple of the other guys had some middling scores, I think I might have been able to pull it off. As it stands, I'm about 70 points down. You give me those 25 points back that I gave up there. I'm about 50 points out of Champions League. A little bit of changes there and things break my way. Maybe it turns out a little better for me overall. Um, not upset with my scores outside of those guys. I just, I, I took some risks. I liked what I had. I got a decent score. I would have had a really good score if I hadn't tinkered away, but I, I gambled trying to make Champions League and it didn't pay off. It was final one. I dropped about 50 ranks in the overall ranking, dropped about 200 ranks in FCL ranking because of it. But I very easily could have 
could be sitting here tonight talking about having made Champions League with a gutsy play, and that's what I was hoping for. Didn't work out. I've got one more chance to try to get in. Yeah, I uh, had a week that I didn't love either. Um, I should have had a 171. I had a 153. I lost all my head-to-heads, and I dropped from 51 overall to 70 overall. Um, I tinkered Zello away, and I tinkered the the Chicago defender away. Mm. Um, This was an extra tinkery week for me. I was busy when lineups came out, and so I was able to look at them, but I just kind (laughs) of didn't didn't follow my gut and change some things I had. If I just left it and didn't even check them, um, would have been 171. So I made champions league last round still overall 70. Isn't anything for me to be incredibly upset about. So I feel like I'm just pouting for no reason with my 153. Um, I also lost to Skylar by three points in head to head. And so that was, uh, really crushing me. So, but, uh, yeah, Reed also came in with a 149, um, he's saying that he thought that that was good. And he looked at other scores and looks like a lot of people killed it. I'm seeing some crazy scores in chat. Um, Patrick got a 188, which is crazy that he was even touching distance of 200. I see some 187, 175, Gene making it in a fantasy league. That's great. 154, 152. So I think if you were anywhere around that, like 140 ish and up, um, you had a good week. This was a kind of a tricky double game week with how some people we thought would crush didn't and how uh, some Columbus players we didn't think would crush really, really crushed it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess let's just go ahead and get into it. Huh? Let's talk about some of the things that we took away from from this round. I'll uh, go ahead and start just by saying the obvious that uh, Zella and Chucho are amazing. Um, I th- Blaine, when off-air, made a comment that, um, and I think you said you said it last week, right, that when yeah. Columbus have a striker, and that's always been the case for Zella, and Chucho looks legit. It, it, they're still monitoring his minutes. He came in the second half of the first game, and then he left at the 60 um, for the second. So I don't know that he's at full 90, but he is putting up some great fantasy points and also looking like he can be a real goal-scoring threat, which helps Zella's production like crazy. Um, also not as flashy, but Reynoso and Mukhtar still scoring this week, some from the PK spot, some not, um, but those two still seem to be hitting a pretty decent stride. Um, and then I don't know if it's going to be this week or next week. Cause I've seen some conflicting things, but just, uh, farewell to Tati. Uh, looks like Tati Castellanos, our fantasy favorite is, is heading abroad. I know I will miss him and his short shorts and his goals and his craziness, um, but, you know, he, he only had the one goal this weekend, but that's just a takeaway for me from this past weekend is, uh, is you know, farewell to, to Tati. Blaine, what about you? Yeah, just with this week, I think everybody kind of got burned by it, or a lot of people got burned by it, and the ones that didn't are sitting here agreeing with this. Sub-ins are a real thing. Uh, this rotation, uh, especially when teams are trying to stay or fight for playoff spots, move up the table a little bit, we saw Zella and Kucho come in at halftime, maybe a little later of that first game. They were both they both started on the bench. Uh, had an amazing result for those two in that first game. Just if you've got a really good read on a sure thing, we see a lot of sub ins. Maybe don't let those get away from you. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people kept stuck with those two, and they it paid off for them. So just watch that. Keep that in mind. This has been one of the first big double game weeks where we've seen the sub-ins really come in 
huge, but that's been, that's something just you got to watch for. Don't get scared on that first one, especially if the second matchup is one you really like. Um, on top of that, it was just, it was in wild week, double game week. Uh, Fagundes outscored Driussi. I know a lot of people had Driussi, but Fagundes is legit this year. He's a solid second mid and honestly, probably a little more steady for a double game week than Driussi. In a one-off, I wouldn't take him, but over two, I think it's great. And then chat wouldn't let me live it down if I didn't say it. Uh, Zardes made the dream team for the first time this season. <gasps> with the oh seven. my gosh, how did I miss that? Yeah. Um, Get it. Yeah, he uh, did. Goal in the second game. I can't remember if he got one in the first game. I don't watch as much Colorado. That's just not in me. That's okay. Yeah, he scored a goal in both games. Uh, got an eight and a nine for a 17 and made the team of the week. So that's uh, um, maybe we got to put him on the radar. If Colorado is going to start scoring for his price. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Price isn't an option usually right now. No, no, not as much for, for most of us at this point, but yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize your, your boy doing it again. I love it. Moving on to our housekeeping section, and this is where I will apologize because without our fearless leader, we are down to just two leagues that we can update uh, because <laughs> Reed's the one that has access to all the other all the other leagues. Um, so I will say that in our pro rel leagues, um, and chat, feel free to jump in here. I'm sure Patrick knows these things. Um, in the Veterans League for pro rel, throwing in the cowl, which again, I say this often, you guys know I love a pun. Um, so I think I'm secretly rooting for them, even though that's the league I'm in, <laughs> um, is back on top at 14-0-4. And then, Blaine, in your league, it looks like you have another new top spot, yeah? Yeah, we had a great week this week over here. Um, a lot of guys went down. We are now down to two teams at 16-0-2, and, and they leapfrog up Uh Terminator Legion uh, listed as Nex is the username. And I know that for, I think Nex is Discord. Um, took the top spot away. And then McBean All-Stars actually beat me in a head-to-head this week to retain their spot and stick in second. Both of these guys are 16-0-2 at the moment, just under 1,500 total points. And we've got several players, or no, sorry, just over 1800 total points. And we've got a lot of players in that 1800 range at the top of the table. So it's going to, we see a lot of flip-flopping here with wins and losses and points are all neck and neck. Uh, Development league is going to be fun to watch through the finish now. Yeah. And then uh, coming through for us as always, Patrick's letting me know that champions league is tied him and Todd Modicetti at 14, one and three. And I do see that uh, Reed let him down there this past week, uh, losing losing to Todd Modicetti. So um, just a, a tie there with Patrick on top. I think Patrick's been on top of that league for most of this season. So hopefully he can uh, ride that out. Or whoever, let the best yeah. player win, yeah? Way to um, go, Todd. Todd's one of my draft league guys too. So I love seeing my draft ooh. guys get up there. And Next is actually in chat tonight. So congrats, Next, for taking the top spot. Yeah, this is a good uh, a comment. Development League needs to be renamed Super Tight League. <laughs> I like that. 
okay. So let's go ahead and talk about round 19. Um, this upcoming round, no double game week, um, no midweek games. Uh, the first game of the round is going to be Saturday, July 23rd at 7 p.m. Eastern time. You guys know that's hard for me. Um, and it's going to be NYCFC kicking off against Inter Miami, um, which again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, sounds like it might be Tati Castellanos' last game if we haven't already seen his last game. Um, not to give anything away, but if he is playing and this is his last game at Yankee Stadium, I love him. Um, I want him in my team. Uh, okay, so there are no buy teams this week. I feel like that's wrong. Um, and if you are a switcheroo targeter, um, as we often are, the last game of the weekend is LA Galaxy Atlanta on Sunday. So those would be your switcheroo targeted players. Both those teams have some good. If you've got the money, just like throw in Miles Robinson and Brooks Lund in there for scrubs, you know, those guys aren't going to play. Um, and the Galaxy have a couple good um, striker and defender scrubs as well. Um, in our suspensions and injuries, I know we have a couple updates there. Blaine, what do you got? Yeah, thanks Discord and Ranch for getting this over to us. We've got some good news to start with. Uh, Diego Luna for RSL has come in after a solid U20 campaign with the national team. Uh, if he gets to play, he should do some good things. Uh, Sporting has switched over to playing Shallowy as a false nine lately, but the new guy, William Agata, was on the bench this week and he is in training. So that look for potential changes there. He may be a cheap entry point to get in there. In there, uh, Justin Glad returns after three weeks out with an injury. Uh, Joe Matinho was on the bench. He isn't playing yet, but he was on the bench, which is a good sign for Orlando. And then Jordi Mihailovic got a 30-minute cameo as he's coming mm-hmm. back to fitness. Uh, unsure if he's going to start the next one, how quickly they're going to push him. They are so far up the table, they may just not risk aggravating it. So be careful. But he is back. If he is starting, I expect an early sub. That's my personal take. So take him at your own risk. But if you want him, he was on an MVP run and could possibly get right back to that form. So watch that one. Uh, Lots of suspensions this week. Uh, Lucho Acosta is out another game. Uh, he got a couple of games added for uh, touching the ref. And so that will carry over to this one. Uh, Steven Marrera for Columbus is out on accumulation. Danny Wilson for Colorado to pay for the galaxy. Bryce Duke and Damian Lowe are both out for Miami on yellow card accumulation. Uh, Kamal Miller picked up a red card for Montreal, Bedoya who has quietly been having a solid season for Philly is out on yellow cards. Um, Sebastian Blanco is on our watch list. Um, We're looking, it's looking like he's on yellow card accumulation, but there may be a good game or good behavior incentive that it triggered somewhere in there and he may be down one. So we're going to keep an eye on that as we can. And then, bad news for my team again, Courtney Ford picked up a 10 game PED suspension on that one. Uh, he was one of their starting center backs and then Roger Espinosa extended his uh, all-time league lead for red cards with another one this week. I think he's up to 15 total in his career in MLS. So he I will step out for another week. Yeah. 
He's been, I saw that in Optisat's been sent off more than any other MLS player of all time. So yep. he's just extending the lead. He had, he got that award last yeah. year, early this he's year. He's beaten his own record at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then uh, injury okay. wise, we've got Will Trapp from Minnesota was missing with hamstring tightness. A big name to watch out for is uh, Taxi with DC. Uh, minor, they're saying it's a minor injury injury, and it was a precautionary thing that he missed the second game, but he is one we will have to uh, keep an eye on. He's a guy we like. It's worth and, noting he doesn't often go a full 90 already. So who knows how that might play into it. Yeah, uh, Tim Melia has missed back-to-back games with a shoulder injury, so the hits keep coming for Kansas City. And then Gaston Jimenez for Chicago is – it's an unlisted injury, but he is out at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I do see Cam's posting in us in chat. Thank you, Cam, that Blanco is out on yellow card accumulation. He just got his sixth and had one good behavior. And, and to go with chat, um, any word on Tinnerboom? Um, that he was listed as a lower leg. I know that's what he's had most of the season that kept him out. He did get some minutes and then he's back out again. I don't know if he aggravated it. I haven't heard too much there, but he's one that I'm just, and Gray is playing so well. He's one I'm going to say is just don't really take a risk on unless you see him in the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's enough players up, in that back line producing points. You don't need to yeah. take him. And the next said no Atlanta players, but, um, Lennon and Robinson are still out. It's just they've been out for so long we don't keep them on the list. That's not new. Um, I will ask, and maybe Trent knows something. Um, does Tyler have any notes there about Chicharito, who did not feature at all this week? Yeah, I don't know if he was even on the on the bench for those. He was not. Um, yeah, Javelchik's been playing so well, and Chicharito mm-hmm. has not been scoring. Looks like it was oh, COVID. Yeah. So either health and safety protocols or COVID um, for Chichurito is what kept him out. So uh, we'll see if that comes into play Um, this week. They're the last game of the week against a pretty banged up Atlanta defense. So could be of interest just to some people. So good to know. But yes, I agree with you that um, the other striker for the Galaxy has been playing quite well. Um, I also really enjoyed Patrick's comment that the only injury to Atlanta this week was Yosef uh, Martinez's hurt feelings because he sure did uh, really get one there. And I like that. <laughs> so it's worth mentioning. Okay. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get into the, the nitty gritty here of the, what the, you know, people come here to listen to is who do we like this next week? Hey everyone. It's Reed. Are you enjoying the content provided by the MLS fantasy insider team? Then why not consider becoming a supporting patron? Now, I don't want to get too public radio on you, but everything we do does have a cost. And while Blaine, Ashley, I, and all of our content contributors consider this a labor of love, people like SoundCloud, Adobe, and our swag vendors keep insisting on getting paid. That's where you come in. As a member of our Patreon community, you will help support the efforts we all make to help ensure this is a fantastic fantasy community. And in return... I do my best to add a little extra thank you for that support in the form of swag. So if you're interested in helping our fantasy community grow, head on over to patreon.com slash MLSFI right now to start your support this month. Thanks. Um, like I said, round 19 compared to round 18, this you know massive double game week we just had, I think is a little more straightforward. Um, you have some kind of informed teams being the home team. 
Um, not too much of a, of a shakeup, no buys. Um, I, I would consider it a pretty level um, week. So let's go ahead and get into who we're looking at this week. So for keepers and defenders, um, I, I particularly like Johnson to either Fry or Stuver. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Reed will love editing that. Uh, I like Atlanta at home, which is what's making me like Stuver maybe as a, as a keeper if my bench keeper doesn't come into play. I really like NYCFC's matchup. However, I think I want an NYCFC defender, and I have some more players that I want from their field as well. So considering a Fry Stuver, Colorado hasn't been scoring great, um, but I don't always trust that Seattle back line. So I'm kind of tinkering between the three of them. For defenders, I also like Callens. Um, Martins had also posted up a great week, team of the week numbers um, in this double game week. Uh, but Callens has been previously more consistent in a, in a bit of a normalcy stretch lately, the last couple of rounds, but still. Um, I like Marrera from Columbus. I like Columbus defense this week. Um, I think I like Kai Wagner just for these assists that he continues to rack up. He's leading MLS in assists right now. Um, I, it might be a bench play because I don't know if I think they'll shut out Orlando at Orlando, uh, Philly on the road there, but they've been doing so well on the road anyways. Um, and then I'm sticking with Gabrielson from Austin um, for that kind of petering out Red Bull attack. So those are who I'm looking at this week. Blaine, who do you like? Yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat on a lot of it. I'm changing things up a little bit after kind of rereading through the injury report. <laughs> um, I've got I've got Johnson to fry as my premium keeper. <coughs> I just, I can't seem to get off of that. I don't like any of the other keepers that I could see early and then get that because I really don't want to go to Stuver on the second day. I think Red Bull can score. I just, I, I don't like any of those second day matchups. I don't want to go with the Sunday keeper. I was trying to get Fry on the back end. I don't know if it's going to work. I may just take a flyer with somebody cheap and roll the Fry because I can because that's who I really want as my primary keeper. And I don't really want to start with Fry and try to roll to somebody else. I just think it's, so that, that's where I'm at. But I, I agree. I want my New York City players elsewhere. And mm -hmm. one of those I want is I want one of their wing backs in this game. I don't care. I, I love Callens, but Callens is coming off of a seven in a single game. Yeah. Uh, one of his lowest clean, uh, his lowest clean sheet score he's had all year, really. Uh, it's just, I want, I didn't see enough from him coming back from a, a minor injury, but it's Miami. I want one of the wingbacks that's going to be getting forward, going to be overlapping. I want to see if I can grab some offensive points here. I think Amundsen is probably the one to go with. If Tinnerholm somehow starts, I will probably make it him. Gray is also on my list. He's. I will say Amundsen goes down the same side as DeAndre Yedlin. Um which is a player that I like normally for them. If that comes into play with your wing back. Yeah. I just, I want, I just want those offensive points from somebody. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be involved this week. So I'm really looking there uh, for that same reason. I'm going back to Wagner, mm -hmm. even though it's a road game, even though it's Orlando, Orlando has been giving up goals. He's going to be involved. It's just, he's a hard one to shy away from at that point. And, and that same one, I think your differential uh, players this week are going to be your guys that are going to get involved in the attack because I see some good sure. matchups. 
So I'm going with uh, Brody from Real Salt Lake. Okay. He, he likes to push up. He was, I watched him play against Sporting. He was in and around the box. He was always making dangerous runs. He was putting the ball in. I just, against a team like Dallas, who has struggled on the road defensively, I think he's got some potential for some major offensive points. His average this season has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, I'm, I'm looking at those type of guys this week. And those are my clean sheet shots. I think those are good. So I'm kind of leaning clean sheets and then offensive production there. Because I see some clean sheets in here. I see some other games that I'm like, ooh, this looks interesting. Like Mm -hmm. Portland. I'd love to take a Portland wing back against San Jose. I think they've got some potential there. But I just I don't like the clean sheet shot because Abobasi has been playing so well. Montiero. Mm -hmm moving up into the central spot has helped that team a lot. Yeah. Struggling in for certain teams, but those guys I like for their offensive potential in decent defensive matchups. I will throw in a super Homer uh, possible choice. If you are interested in the offensive potential um, with the sounders of new who Um, I don't know what is going on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Obviously, I watch them. This guy keeps getting up the field in a way that we haven't seen him do all season. And now both uh, Yamar and Ariaga are back. So they'll switch to a four back where he's playing, you know, on the wing. Um, he was having to play as like a third center back for a little bit with that Reagan red card. So he's insane. Every time I talk about him, I always say he could get a red card or two assists. Um but for offensive bonus points, I mean, no one's going to pick him up. So I think he might be a, a differential. Alex Roldan is more consistent, um, but he's been going back and forth with a with a foot injury. So he didn't start the second game. I don't know how serious that is. I don't think it's very serious, but I don't love the Seattle clean sheet shout for this weekend. Um, but I think Nuhu or Alex Roldan could be decent um, offensive bonus point producers for, for Seattle. Um, but I agree with you that there's a lot of, very positive, not just offensive bonus points. New who goals coming, Patrick. Um, offensive bonus points, but you know, just general defensive bonus points too, and, and a lot of these wing back positions. So um even if you don't like the matchup, I think there's some good choices with some of these consistent point producers, right? Um okay, midfielders. This for me, I had a lot of a lot, a lot of fun going going through this. Some really juicy choices for midfielders this week. Who do you like this week, Blaine? Yeah, so I think there are three names that are going to be on everybody's team. And if you're fighting for Champions League, if you're still trying to get in, I think these three names you really kind of have to set in your team and forget about changing them for the rest of the week. And that's Zella, Mukhtar, and Gald. I yep. think those three are going to be in the vast majority of lineups. It's going to be hard to get away from them. Gold might be the weakest of those, but Vancouver is looking better each week. They're starting to score a little bit more. If Kubas is back, that makes them even better. Chicago has not been a team that I have been super high on. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they're just they're so hit and miss at times. They started off the season so well. It, it's going to be one of those matchups. I just I like the way Gold's playing. I like the results he's got lately. I think he's hot right now, and you ride a hot player while he's there. 
Uh, Mukhtar is self-explanatory. And with no Lucho, that means that Cincinnati is going to absorb a little bit more pressure. Uh, it is a road game again for Mukhtar, but he's really strong right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot then of his Del- goals are PKs, but he's yeah. still in form. I think it's fair to know, right? And yeah, and a lot of his goals are PKs. That is one knock against him at times. But this Nashville team has been drawing PKs consistently mm-hmm. for yeah. a couple of seasons now. Yeah. Do you not remember when Zlatan would draw his own and score them? Yeah. Over and over and over. <laughs> and then Zella is just Zella. Zella might be the best midfielder in the game at the moment. Yeah. Coming back from that injury, he's left. And Revolution are not the greatest defensive team at the moment. So you got to mm-hmm. go with it. So then we get into the differentials. And sure. I know you've got one name that I really want. It's lineup dependent on that one for me. Yeah. And I'll let you talk about him because if he is starting at that spot, I want him. Yep. Uh, beyond that, I'm kind of all over the place. I tried a couple of different ones. I kind of like Gazdag on the road. His recent form has been stellar. Uh, Orlando has not been great defensively. I think this is a chance for him to grab some more points. That will be uh, Orlando lineup dependent, though. If I see Moutinho and Antonio Carlos starting, I'm probably going to get away from this and go with somebody else. I have Ladero at the moment. I don't oh, trust Colorado's. Yeah, I don't trust Colorado's defense, especially on the road. Danny Wilson yeah. is out. This is a team that can score. He's the bonus point guy. I actually struggled with midfielders a little bit. Like, I like Reynoso. I know he's going to pop up on a lot of lists. But going to Houston, Houston's had a better defense. I didn't see a lot of home guys I like, especially with Lucho out. Um Grisi and Fagundes is a crapshoot on who's going to go off. Mm-hmm. I just, I, Blanco and Yimmy again, another crapshoot on who's going to go off. Well, Blanco's out and Yimmy hasn't Blanco's gone out. off. And yeah, weeks. and Yimmy's not doing it on his own. It's, yeah. it's like, what do you do? Do you go with Ruiz for Salt Lake? Like, there's a ton mm-hmm. of differential picks this week. I think I you lock in the three big names, and then mm-hmm. from there, you kind of pick who you like best. And it's all over the place. I'm struggling to find it. Yeah. I'm hoping that first lineup answers a lot of my questions. To uh, to add to some of the picks that you had, yes, I love Zella this week. Um, I think we all knew once he came back to fitness, he'd come back to his normal self. And it really helps that he's got a striker to play to right now, um, that he doesn't have to play that false nine like they were doing uh, before Chucho came in. Um, I also like Gold. Gold put up very quietly I think an 11 and a 9 in the double game week should have been a 12 he got a yellow card in the first game um and he had a goal and two assists across those two games um I had didn't buy into the gold hype earlier in the season when a lot of you guys really liked him and then he kind of got hurt and then the team kind of you know had trouble around him and then he got hurt again um but I also like him this week I just think that Chicago um is vulnerable, especially on the road. Um, so that's a pick that I agree with and like as well. I like Mukhtar. Mukhtar on the road seems to do pretty well. I mean, they're doing well in general, but I, I feel like he does pretty well. I like Santi. I think um, some of it depends on that lineup for me. Is Tati playing? Is Tati not playing? Um, is it Eber who has only started once this season? That's kind of makes a difference for me. Um Reynoso's definitely in form, but he's traveling, right? Um, you know, he's on the road this week and playing in Houston, who is okay. Houston can be a really tough place to play. It can be get super hot. Um, Hector Herrera is starting there now, which I think will kind of clog that midfield up a little bit. 
So I don't know if I like him as much there. Their defense is okay. I mean, it's not terrible and it's not great. So that's, you know, it's not a, a defense I necessarily would bet against. And they, like I said, Reynoso is in form. Um, so I'm considering it. But then I like what you said about Gazdag. I don't know if I like it as much with Bedoya out. It kind of changes some of that positioning in the midfield. Um, he's also one that's putting up some PK goals the last couple games, which I worry can be misleading, but I do like Philly and I, I like them, you know, in, in Orlando who can't quite get all their defensive starters back. Right. Galese can be a brick wall at times though. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the, the one name that I kind of have asterisked from, for me is Mihalovic with Montreal at DC United, who's in shambles and defensively just garbage. Um, I always hesitate with a player that's fresh back from injury. Best case scenario, he, he would be a bench play for me. Um, but I'm just interested to see that lineup. I just <laughs> kind of want to see um, the lineup DC put out for their second game was, was nuts. Um, and, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm interested to see how Montreal, uh, what, the, what their lineup is. And if he's in it, um, like I said, it, it might be a bench spot, but I, he's, I don't think he'll go the full game. They would be smart to slowly bring him back for how long he was out and how influential he was, you know, before he got injured. I mean, he was an MVP candidate for granted. He was called into national team camp. So I don't think they'll rush it. So maybe neither should I, um, but I'm definitely paying attention. I like your Ladero shout too. Um, it's hard for me as a Sounders fan right now, looking at them in fantasy because they're just kind of off as a team, which makes me wonder how to pick them in fantasy. Um, I agree that I think Colorado in Seattle is a vulnerable defense for me, picking up Nico Ladero or anybody else offensively depends on the lineup is Rui Diaz back in it. Is Nico playing as a 10 because they were playing him and Rusnak kind of next to each other. And neither of them are producing points from that. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you see, you know, Danny Leva in the middle, um, and maybe Rui Diaz. I think that Nico could be a good differential this week, um, but he's not someone that I had in my initial draft. Um, some other names that we're seeing in chat is uh, Almada. I mean, maybe oh. <laughs> LA defense, LA Galaxy defense isn't great, but I just it's hard to tell with Atlanta right now. Maybe some of our Atlanta guys can can chime in a little better, but um, that road and especially last game of the week. Uh, offense isn't one that I that I love. I also saw Sifu, I thought was interesting, strangely in form. Um, he's got like three goals right in the past, I think four games, five games, maybe. Um, and they're at sporting, which you admitted is an also defensive shambles. So, um, I think that he might be a differential pick to me. That one also kind of depends on lineup and where LAFC are positioned. Um, but both those midfielders are road midfielders, which is not something I usually navigate toward. One name I didn't see in chat in life, unless I missed it and didn't come out of either of our mouths, which is strange as heel. Is there a reason for that? What are you, what are you, what are you know, like in uh, Carlos this week? He didn't even come to my mind, honestly. No, it's, it's a road game. He's one of those home only guys for me at the moment. Yeah. Um, Columbus. Yes, they're down Marrera. Zell is back. We're talking about the offense. But with offense is possession. This team is holding the ball. This team is doing better. I think the opportunities for New England are going to be limited. 
And honestly, New England's just not been that team for me this year. I can't tell you the last time I had heel. It's been a couple of weeks, I think. He's just not been on my radar like he used to be. I'm seeing other guys that are scoring more. I mean, I'm I'm on the – I've got a couple of other guys ahead of him. I've got Gazdag in there ahead of him at the moment. You mentioned my one, and I was going to let you have it, but – uh, Santi's my other one that I would start over him in a heartbeat if he's the 10. I think that all all comes down. You only take Santi if he's playing the 10. If he's playing the 10 against Miami, he's a must-own this week. If he's not playing the 10, then you may look at Maxi. You may just avoid a midfielder there in New York City altogether. But, yeah, yeah I just – I just – I can't go heel. I just – I can't do it. It's – He's playing a good defense. Columbus is still a good defense when they've got everybody healthy. Marrera is out, but that wingback position is not crucial to their defense. I just, I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, I should point out that apparently a million of chats said heel and we missed it. And that's our fault, apparently. Um, But quietly in this past round of their single game at Philly, he put up a nine with just one assist, um, which is definitely decent. And that Philly defense for me is a better defensive lineup than Columbus's defense. Um, so I think he has the opportunity. I also think it's fair to say that Bo is clicking. Um, and just like we're saying for Zella, he'll plays better when he has a good striker. So when Buxa got in form, when Bo got in form this past season, um, the points really started to come for him as Bo took a minute to kind of get going again while Buxa left. Um, I think we saw that with some like fives, you know, from heel, but I, you know, I don't think he's bad to have him. Um, it's just a name that didn't stand out to me because it's a road game, but I think that that's, um, you know, rude of us to have, uh, overlooked such a prolific, uh, point score. And like I said, a quiet nine on a single game week against a good Philly defense is not, yeah, and that's, to, and that's the know. thing. Like, if he was the heel that's giving you eight, nine every week, I'm great. But the two weeks before that, okay, Philadelphia's a good defense. New York City's a good defense. He put up a six. Mm-hmm. FC Cincinnati, and this was a home game for him, is not as good of a defense. They're better than they have been in years past. He put up a five. Yeah. He went to Vancouver and only got a seven. Yeah, I, I, see, I see your point. I think it makes sense to have him. It just, there were some players that I liked more than him out the gate just from being either in more apparent form or home games. And so um, I don't think it's fair to overlook him. I don't think he has to be a lot or a lock. Um, but I mean, he's Carlos Heel. It's not, you know, you can never overlook him, especially when he's playing, like I said, a, a defense that I mean, isn't incredibly prolific like Columbus. Hey, um, chat's giving me crap. Um, I'm not never heal. I will have him in week 20 versus Toronto preview for next week. You can't, you can't ignore heal against a bad Toronto defense at home. Yeah, no, but on the road at Columbus. No, thanks guys. Also let's be, let's be fair. Blaine is in certain situations has slowly started to come around to, I could see if you develop, but I won't because I said I won't. So, I mean, he's not an always never, but also, you know, he is, he is kind of a never. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get, get out of here and then, and, and move into some, some strikers. I, 
well, you and I were very different um, in in this particularly. So interested to see what everybody else has to say and, and why we like what we like. For myself, I like Chucho. I don't know that he'll go a full 90, but I like what he'll do. New England's back line keeps kind of rotating. Um, I don't know how locked in that defender is, or not defender, the goalkeeper is. You know, he's been kind of hit or miss. Um, I like how he and Zella are playing, and it's a home game, uh, his second home game. So I think that he's a he's a lock for me. Um, I like Tati. If Tati is here, if Tati is here and he's in that lineup, he's in my lineup. Um, it looks like he'll, it'll be his last game. Um, I'm not going to pivot directly to whoever is playing instead of Tati though. I just like Tati, um, sentimentally, if that is his last game, um, it's at Yankee stadium. Like I said, everything that I've read, um, about his transfer seems locked in. So if he's there, um, and he's playing, he's on my team. I also like Chicho. It's Spencer keeps making fun of me because he's like, are you saying Chicho or Chucho? Is it Chicho? I'm like, okay, I'm saying Chicho. Um, I like Arango for LAFC this week. I know it's a road game. He'd be a bench play. Um, but again, not to pile on you while you're down, but SKC defense, it's just an easy one to bet against. And LAFC, if they get bail more minutes, um, and he's just scoring so consistently. Um, and then I'm paying attention to Tati. I know that they said, what was it? It was tightness. It was precautionary or sorry, taxi. Yeah. Um, there's too many similar names. Look at now. I understand why Spencer yells at me. They are, <laughs> I am just mumbling them all together at this point. Um, I just like taxi's consistency, but he doesn't seem to go a full 90. Um, and I don't know if he's healthy, <laughs> right? Like it doesn't, he sat, the injury notes are kind of vague. Um, so those are the four strikers that, that I'm considering, um, but out the gate, like I said, Chucho and Tati for me are, are locks if the, if Tati's starting. Yeah. Um, I'm right there with you. Kucha's probably one of, or I, I won't even say probably the best goals per 90 of any newcomer to MLS to start his campaign. Mm-hmm. I mean, what four goals in, in 90 minutes in 90 minutes. Like this guy Insane. is off the charts. Good. Yes. Uh, perfect fit for this team. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as he starts, he's in my lineup for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at it. I'm trying to be smart with this. As I look to make champions league, uh, Saverino was a quick ad. Dallas has not been a mm-hmm. team. That Sorry, I I'm laughing at him. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll get to what Cam said in just a second. That was on my list. Um, I don't think Tati is playing. I think he said his goodbyes. I think he's done, but I want to saying this is his last game. Like that's what Taylor Twelman is saying. That's what some of the, so I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. Whether this is his last game or not, like I will have Tati if he starts a hundred percent, but if he doesn't start, which is what I'm assuming, I want a bear. It's it okay. was a hands down no brainer for me. I grabbed him in draft last week because I knew we were starting that first game. We still do the single game scoring on a double game week. I wanted him. I ended up not playing him, but I wanted him. He scored in that game. He has four MLS starts this season. He has goals in three of those, and one of those was a brace. This mm-hmm. is still one of the best attacking teams in the league. Bear has been clinical when he has been on for this team. 
He's got a sub in goal. And Inter Miami's missing Damian Lowe, right? Yes. 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 This is at home in Yankee Stadium versus Miami, versus Miami without a starting defender, versus Miami that's been giving up goals. You you take whatever striker is starting in this game. I don't care if it's if it's Magno up top, you take whatever the starting striker is in this game. And at the very least, throw them on your bench because New York City scores goals in Yankee Stadium. If Santi's the 10, you absolutely want this. If Maxi's the 10, I pause just a little bit and I still take the striker that's there. It's just the way this team is playing, the way this team plays in Yankee Stadium and the way they score goals. You want whoever their start, starting striker is. I think it's going to be a bear this week and I'm looking forward to it. And I know a lot of people are going to probably overlook it because it's not Tati. If it's Tati, everybody's going to have him. If it's a bear, people are going to try to look at other things. You want whoever it is. Yeah. And then Cam said it. I was going to joke about it with as bad as things are right now. Bail for a hat trick this week. No, he's not even going to play 30 minutes. You guys, you know, sporting's that bad. <laughs> you put him in late cameo and let him run that wing. I, who knows? Cam said it. Yeah, I think he said bail for captain against sporting with the way things are going. No Melia, no Ford. Zussi's been injured and out. Now we've got Espinosa out of the middle. That's our only real destroyer we have. Like it's going to be hard. I just I don't know where the goals come from. The seafood shouts in the midfield section were really nice. Yeah. It's just I want to see who starts. I like I would like Arango if he's up top for sure. I just I I'm starting to bet against my own team a lot. And I tried that last week and it didn't work. So we'll have to see. <laughs> I'm just betting against them, hoping it gets them one or two more results and they avoid the wooden spoon. That's really what it is. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's something on the other side of it kind of to pay attention to is Bale subbed in for Chicho Arango. So if they're looking to get Bale more minutes, um, I don't think he's going to start. Right. Um, but if they're looking to get Bale more minutes, it's probably at the expense of Arango's minutes. Arango got subbed out in the 76, 74th and 72nd. Um, and he picked up no bonus points, just seven point goals. Um, he's scoring so consistently, right? He's one, two, three, four, five, six in his last seven, six goals in his last seven games, but they are just goals, no bonus points. And again, he was the one who got the sub, um, for bail. So it's something to pay attention to, you know, I'm not even going to bring up Vela cause I know how read her, how Blaine feels about it. But, um, I think we're all kind of, kind of just joking. At least I hope so. Um, about bringing Bale into into your starting eleven, maybe a differential. I mean, if you see his name in that lineup, I don't think it's terrible. But I I would be very I mean, surprised for him to go a full ninety. It gave it a couple of weeks. They're the first place. They're the Shield winners right now. You know, in points, he's gonna play and he's gonna light things up. And we're gonna all start picking him eventually. I don't know if at Sporting this week is the week to pick him up. Is all I'm gonna say. Oh, it, it's totally a joke, but I yeah. think you've got some options here. If I saw that he was starting up top, flanked by Rodriguez and Vela, 
against Sporting, I would be really tempted to take Savarino out for that because of the way Sporting has played, because of the space that could be there. I think it's situational. I think it's early enough. I think we have to actually have Bale on the radar. It's an early enough game. You can pivot Mm -hmm. to some other players easy enough. Yeah. I mean, Savarino's after him. Brian White, if you tr- if you want to go that route, I he's a name that's not going to be talked about much, but he's been scoring a little more lately. If you really don't trust Chicago, you think Gold's going to have it this week, Brian White's usually the beneficiary of that. Sure. Like, we've got some options. I'd never yeah. trust a Rudy, but Austin's there. And then uh, I wish – I mean, we're talking about – I wish the L.A. game was early. Because if it's Javelchik, I want him for this game. If it's Chicharito, yeah. I'm staying away from this one, and I hate that because I can't pivot. Yeah, that's a that's a name we're seeing a lot in, in chat. That's worth mentioning is Jovalich. Um He's been consistent next to or without Chicharito. Um, but yeah, as as you know, if if you long time listen to us, we tend to hesitate with that last game of the week unless it's something that we feel super strongly about. Um, just strategic wise, it's, it's really hard uh, to see how those players do, unless you want to make him a bench play um, and see if he can fight for points with the rest of your bench. Um, But I think, you know, it just, it just kind of depends. I'm going to do a thorough scroll now. So nobody yells at me to make sure that I didn't miss any other prominent names. Um, I see some taxis, see a lot of Chuchos and Sava for RSL. Um, Again, Chicharito was in health and safety protocol this past week, so pay attention to that if you're if you're thinking of him. Um, yeah, so not not too many other uh, big names that I think we missed. So with that, I say let's go ahead and head into captains. For me, this was easy, but it looks like for you we differed. Who who are you picking with the armband this well, week? Then? It's this is so tough for me because I. I like the way they're playing. I like the way they're playing together. And the obvious pick is to go Zella. I think a lot of people are going to do that with his current form. But with the way he plays with Zella, I think Kucho might be the better one. If you start telling me Zella's going to have two assists, and that's what I'm going with them for, other than a free kick masterpiece or taking a penalty, I think Kucho outscores him outside of those two scenarios most weeks because it's going to be Zella picking up three with a bonus point and Cucho picking up five. I just, I think Cucho outscores him all things considered. Yeah. And I disagree fully. I'm and I'm really going Zella, Ryan. <laughs> um, I, I understand the mathematical uh, angle you just took there a hundred percent. I do. Um, but I think that Zella Ryan gets so many more bonus points. He takes their penalty kicks. He takes their free kicks. He takes some of their corner kicks. I think he's in a position to rack up more little points and continue to contribute. And we watched that game, the Hell is Real Derby. Sorry, Reed. Glad you're not here for this. Um, and Zella could have had two goals after Chucho came out. Um, the way he they kind of move him positionally when Eric Hurtado comes in. I mean, it's kind of the same. Um, but he was on the doorstep twice. Uh, so I just... I, I like them both. I think both of them should be in everybody's team this week. Um, but for me, the captain goes on Zella. And some of this might be a little bit of the tendency that Reed and I both have, which is not to captain a striker. Um, and I do have to say, just to totally contradict myself, just for sentimental reasons, because I've already made Champions League, 
I'm like Captain Tati if Tati's starting. If Tati's, if this this is his swan song, he's leaving, it's done. If he's playing, I might just do it against Inner. Just for myself, that might not be great advice to anybody else. And that's what we're supposed to be doing is giving advice. But um, I think Zella is a locket captain this week, but I might get sentimental and, and throw Tati, Tati out there. just makes too much sense, though. And I know. Like, guys going out, that's why I don't think he's playing. I just, I really sure. don't think he's playing. I don't think he wants to risk the injury before he goes. I think there's too much money involved in this maneuver. I think Citigroup owns too much of New York City to actually let them risk their asset that way. Sure. I, just, I don't think he's playing. But if he, he very well could be right. Yeah. If he's playing, he's playing for pride at this point. I can see him putting up a hat, hat trick on this one. It is Yankee Stadium. It's a terrible Miami defense. Lowe is out. Like everything is lined up for this to be. This is the team. You, if you're going to triple up on offense, New York City is the team you're going to triple up with this week. Tati, Tati's the one to go with. Somebody's saying Tati's red dotted in the game. Uh, I don't trust the dots. We don't trust the dots. I think that's Christian. a hangover from last week where he was suspended for the first game. He was. It red is dotted. from last week because he was red dotted for the second game too. So don't. I want it. I want him to play one more. Don't take this away from me with the dot nonsense. And to be clear, Miles Robinson is still green dotted in the game. So I'm don't not trusting the dots. dots. Okay. I think we've got some good choices. I'm seeing a lot of Zella in chat. <laughs> um, Reed is chatting in here that he does not enjoy my Tati captain shout. And that's fine. This is just for me for sentimental reasons. I will miss him in his short shorts. Um, but I think Chujo could come in here and, and steal that. Um, so yeah, I, th- I, I hear your Chujo shout for captain, um, but I will raise you a Zella Ryan and that is where I think I will leave it. Um, okay. Per, you know, our, our homage to read, do we have any plugs this week? Do you have any plugs? Uh, just the discord. They're a great yeah. group of people, fun to hang out with. Yeah. watch games with, interact with, share alcohol recipes with. I mean, it's, there's a little bit of everything over there. So if you're not part of it, go join um, MLSFantasyBoss.com slash Discord, I think, is the link. Otherwise, MLSFantasyBoss.com, and there's a Discord button at the top. Yeah, uh, I second that. I can't tell you how valuable that community has been uh for fantasy and for other things uh i want to do a very selfish plug and plug the husband who squeaked in thanks to zella ryan uh into champions league this year for the second year in a row it is now the one reigning fantasy set he has over me uh that i have not been able to achieve as he's now made champions league two seasons in a row i didn't make it last year uh, so he has that to, to hold over me and I think he'll do that for a long time and as he should. So shout out to Spencer for, uh, for making champions league this past round. And for all of you who didn't, there's still one more opportunity. This last window is the last window for this season, um, to make it in. And I know that there were some, um, kind of errors in there for this, this particular round where there were some people who'd already qualified that were in the top 50. So, Um, There's a chance if you were close that you might have actually made it. I know that they were updating that. Uh, So, yeah, that is all we have. Good luck on making your picks this week. 
uh, round 19. And as Reed will say, as always, good luck. Bye.